is the Go Blue Crew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Go Blue Crew. I'm Tyler Fenwick with Derek Devine. Derek, it's been a minute. How are you doing? Doing solid. You know, it getting the thick of summer here. You know, kind of feels like Florida up here in Michigan this summer. Uh, trying to, you know, make the most out of the, the summer weather. But, man, a crisp fall morning and tailgating for a Michigan football game sure sounds good. We had a ridiculously hot July in Indiana like super hot and muggy. Uh, it's It was that classic Midwest summer where I think people not from the Midwest underestimate just how hot it can get here, especially when you factor right. in the humidity. And July was one of those months that, I mean, I just dreaded going outside because it didn't matter what time of day it was. It was going to feel like 95 or higher. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm ready for college football season. Um, I understand, you know, it starts technically still in the, the summertime and you definitely are reminded that uh, some of those early weeks with the super high kickoff temperatures for like those noon and three thirty games. But, uh, yeah, once we get into like October, October is the, in my opinion, just like the best college football month. Cause you're not going to get like a super cold day, but you should be past the extreme heat. So I feel like October is probably the best football month. And I'm just throwing that out there. Um, you know, maybe it's a point of debate later. Uh, today we're talking about Michigan. Is Michigan the fourth best team in the Big Ten East? This is something I've been wanting to do for a while because uh, short answer for me is yes, I believe they are the fourth best team in the East, or at least they will be this season. Um but I'm curious, Derek, uh, what's your short answer there? Are they the fourth best team in the East? <sighs> oh, sorry. That's a big yawn for. <laughs> you know, yawning at that take because I just feel like, you know, you look at a surging Indiana, you look at a Penn State that, yes, beat Michigan, yes, you know, went on to win some more games after that, but they looked terrible last year. You know, I the way I look at the Big Ten is there's one really good team and the rest of the teams follow. If Michigan could be that second best team, great. If someday they beat Ohio State, better. But, you know, yeah, sure, Michigan could be the fourth best team. But I think the way I see it is that two spot is literally up for grabs and the teams probably expand beyond Indiana and Penn State. Um, I think Michigan probably returns, you know, talent and, and you know, has a coaching staff now that – should allow them to be second best. But, you know, with some of the new coaches, some of the, the big question marks that we seem to see every season now, you know, they obviously could be fourth or, you know, sadly even worse if you see uh, some of what happened last year from 2020. So, yeah, no, yeah, I had a yawn at the take, man. That's okay. I Look, it's not like I'm a big believer in James Franklin. Um, I'm not sitting here saying that Michigan is going to lose to Penn State and Indiana. Um, I just think like when you consider the trajectories of the programs and recent history um, and like the current, here's where they are, state of the programs. I, I think when you factor in all these things, I'm just looking at 2021 thinking, ah, crap, like Michigan is actually at the fourth best team in the Big Ten East right now. Um, I've, I mean, in order... I would probably go 
Ohio State, Indiana, Penn State, Michigan. And that is both like the way I feel about these teams right now and what I would uh, like if you made me predict a, a standings for the, the division, like that would be the order of my top four too for, for uh, you know, this coming season. But I just, I, I don't see anything in Michigan that like makes me think, yeah, they've locked up the number two spot and now they're coming for Ohio state. It used to be that way. And, you know, in the recent past, it was that way. And we remember how that felt. It never worked out. Um, but I'm looking at that program now and thinking like, no, that's probably not the second best team in the Big Ten East. Um, it's, you know, maybe the third best. And I think they're going to fall into that four spot. Yeah, I think that's the even the challenge of, of looking at that going into this year. And, and I know with the 2020, you know, just year in general, pandemic season uh, plays a part of that. You know, you never know what you were truly seeing out of teams. You know, a lot of teams uh, played well last year. There are teams that, you know, people had high hopes for all over the country that, you know, burned and crashed like Michigan did. Um, but like you said, you know, with a gap or, or with them probably legitimately being fourth, um, I think that's, you know, kind of the best place to look at them at, you know, better than, than some of the teams in the East, better than, you know, a handful of teams in the Big Ten. But, you know, in that tough East, you know, you, you have to work for that second spot. And I think this season alone, you know, makes that really interesting because if you look at those teams, they're a little bit later. You know, they're, they're actually after that October you even mentioned, which we think, you know, and I agree with you wholeheartedly October the best especially if you get a end up getting a, a nice October day like in terms of warmth you know the, the the days that those noon games that are still like 65 in October oof, you know those are those are crisp but you know what's interesting is if you look at it in terms of their spot in the Big Ten you know you've got to throw Wisconsin in there uh, and then you have to throw in in Michigan State just because of you know the way they lost to Michigan State last year but you know if you're the fourth best team um, you're going to have to see something that implies that before November 6th when you finally play Indiana, you know, then go to Penn State, then you go to Maryland, and then, you know, finally you're going to play the team that you're never going to beat in Ohio State. So, you know, I, I think, yeah, fourth best heading into the season, super accurate. Um, once I see what they look like against Wisconsin um, in the Big Ten term, at least in terms of Big Ten play, you know, I'll be able to better determine where I think they actually fall. So here's the question. Um, I'm just, I went back to the 2019 season, the last regular, uh, I should say normal season we had. Indiana finished fourth in the East, uh, an overall record of eight and five, conference record of five and four. Uh, Michigan State was a spot below them at, at seven and six and four and five. So, so you can factor in maybe that, that number four spot is in anywhere from like six to eight wins overall. And uh, probably four-ish, four to five um, in conference. Like, is that enough to get Jim Harbaugh another year? And I know we're looking way ahead, but if that's the outcome, is that enough to make Jim Harbaugh stick around? Ah, man, that's such a tough question because you don't know what all went into kind of this re-upping, other than just looking at the you know maybe the contract details. But I think. I think nine, you know, I, nine wins keeps coming to my head. You know, they had nine wins in uh, 2019. Um, felt like they had a chance there against Alabama in the first half. So 
I think nine wins saves him. Um, but, you know, nine wins when you are talking about Michigan being the, the fourth team, best team in the Big Ten. And like you talked about where the wins would likely fall for a fourth place team. You know, it's it's going to be hard to get there. But, yeah, if he gets nine, I still don't think people are happy. And I don't think that's a conversation that's been had enough. Like, I think there's a part of the fan base that's just don't be two and four. Uh, and then there's the other, you know, part of the fan base that's still like, hey, this is a playoff team. So, you know, or, or talent shows that it could be a playoff team. So, you know, we have such a wide spectrum of fans. I think eight wins is a must. I think nine wins is probably the goal. I I think you're right. Like anything below eight, um, I might have to change my tune. And because and, I, you know, I was like a, I've been like a mediocre Harbaugh supporter. Like, let's just keep riding this thing and see what happens. If it was like a six or seven win season, I would probably have to change that. Eight wins come back to me. Nine wins, I'm probably thinking that's good. That's improvement. Let's keep going. Especially, you know, if if a couple of those nine wins are are like good wins, and it's not just okay, you beat the teams you were supposed to beat, and you got hammered by the teams that you were supposed to get beat by, which has um, unfortunately been like so much a part of the Michigan football story recently. Um, so, you know, if you can get to nine wins and, and, and impress me with a couple of wins in there, then I'm like, yeah, let's keep doing this. I don't really have that much of a problem with it. I'll be super bitter. Like uh, when Michigan loses to Ohio state again, but I guess for the love of God, just like keep it within 21, maybe that would be an awesome start uh, to getting something going here. And, um, I only say that like semi-sarcastically. Of course, I would be upset if Michigan lost by like 17, but we have to understand like where Ohio State is and where Michigan is and uh, where this game has been the last few years and understand uh, like just just how wide the gap is. Um, so, you know, even, I mean, I'm talking about that specific game, but like in the Big Ten East, the gap is obviously huge between um, basically Ohio state and everybody else. And it's sort of that way, like within the whole conference. And so, um, I guess coming back to my original point, my original question, like number four in the East, it, it can't look good. Like, I don't know if there's a way to make number four look good unless you're maybe like Rutgers, but you sneak in there like number three or number two. And then we're, we're starting to talk about, okay, well, like who did you beat to get to that point? And I think that's, you know, hopefully I think it'd be a reasonable expectation to say like, I hope that's where Michigan is at the end of the season and that two to three range. And, and now you're looking at how did you get there? And we can sort of make our judgment from there. Lots of thoughts here. First, I'm going to put you on the spot because I think this will be the yeah. most fun. Okay. So give me give me a memory from the 2017 season. Oh, my God. Well, that would be the John O'Corn season, correct? Correct. So uh, off the top of my head, I remember John O'Corn making Ohio State look silly for for a few drives and Michigan hanging right. around. And then, and then I remember him airmailing uh, – an interception to steal that game. I'm sad I asked because you picked about the worst. Uh, you know, I, I was maybe hoping for, you know, that sadly that comes to mind because that's how important that game is. But 
you know, maybe secretly hoping for like opening win against Florida and, and the all maze Jersey, you know what I mean? But the reason I bring up that season is that's, that's the season that, you know, we, like you mentioned, you know, that memory specifically uh, hanging around when you had no business hanging around Ohio state and then just letting it go. And then, you know, blowing it in the bowl game against South Carolina. Now, that's an eight-win season, and that's not a very memorable season. So if you start looking at, like, seven wins and then kind of back to the conversation of, of what's he need to be safe almost, you know, seven wins would be Harbaugh's worst full season. And that would probably be considered a bad season by just about anybody if you're, if you're just looking at this realistically. You know, that's where I think, again, you know, a season better than 2017, which was an eight and five, a decently impressive opening win to a Florida team that, you know, really didn't do much that year. Um, you couldn't beat the teams that were in that second and third spot. Obviously, you don't beat Ohio State. Um, you know, that is very likely what the season's going to be like. You know, you, you got to honestly win. You know, for any sort of playoff hopes, you, you got to win, run the table, and you got to win uh, versus Washington. Technically, you could lose to Washington and handle the Big Ten until Ohio State and still finish second. So you got to separate those games. But, you know, likely it's a season where Michigan is competing for that, yeah, second, third, fourth, you know, hopefully not, but fifth spot. And, you know, time will tell, but they're probably likely closer to, you know, four at this point than, than closer to two. So, I, you know, if they can beat it out for third, you know, maybe beat, beat a Indiana, but Penn State's too much to handle. Like, I can see that, but they're capable. Uh, just I don't think things are on Jim Harbaugh's side right now. Um, that was clear when he almost didn't have a job going into the season. So we'll see who shows up. But, you know, they have that potential. I'm just glad that we're finally, you know, leveling to a point where it's like, we're not even talking about can they beat Ohio State. It's just no. they're so far beyond, you know, anything that you can even, you know, compare right now that you just got to – it's the battle for second. And, hey, maybe we'd be happy enough if they're third and he'll, he'll come back for another season. I feel like we've run our course with this conversation. I do have one other question for you that's kind of related, but first I want to point out that if Michigan is, isn't is uh, fourth place and they're somewhere like five, six, seven, you know, at the very bottom, that would presumably mean Maryland, Michigan State, and or Rutgers pass Michigan in the standings. That, and if that happens – okay, go ahead. Say- I was going to say, if that happens, I think you know pretty early, obviously, based on the conference schedule. And you might not see a finished season, to be honest. From Harbaugh? Yeah. If it's well, bad. Like, I'm saying if it's bad. Like, if it's, like, the two and four bad, you know, just turn that into a full season. You know, three to four wins, five wins. I, Yeah, he might not be around for the whole season. If, if he makes it through the whole season, he ain't around for the bowl game. No. My last question to you before we go. Right now, would you rather – let me rephrase it in my head. I know I haven't gotten it out yet, but I thought of a different way to ask this. If you had the power to do this, would you do it? You can trade Jim Harbaugh for Tom Allen. No. No interest. And why is that? I just think I like I still like the story element of of Harbaugh at Michigan. So I, I think Tom Allen's got his team going. He's resurrected a program in right. one of the you know, most difficult that. divisions. 
ask me that in two years if if you know if if things are still going that way. I mean, look, it's obviously not a guarantee that Indiana is going to continue to do this. Um, I think they are because of our proximity to the Big Ten. You know, I, I assume that's who you spend most of your time watching. That's definitely who I spend most of my time watching. Indiana is such an intriguing story, and so there's that element to it. It's been a long time coming, too. You think back to the Kevin Wilson days and, like, Nate Sudfeld's running the show at, at quarterback. Like, those were just fun teams, and now they're finally, like, good. Um, I would I would probably take the trade. I would probably take the trade. And um, I know that's totally useless and hypothetical, but I think I would. Well, I think that's, you know, it's a, it's a fair point. Cause I think that, you know, elevates why the Matt Campbell thing was so, you know, on top of people's minds and a lot of people wanted, you know, to, to get him from Iowa state. Cause it's kind of the right now, but, you know, I was just thinking even today and a little bit before today, like I was kind of looking and reading into third down defense. Like there was a time where, you know, Michigan was locking teams down, even in the years where like a 2017, they just weren't good enough to win enough football games. And so I think, you know, that feeling of, of seeing that happen under Harbaugh again in any capacity, you know, I'm not the type of guy who's like, hey, I'm, you know, around with him until he makes the college football playoff because I, I just don't think that's realistic in the next few years. But, you know, I am all for seeing a lockdown defense or finally see that quarterback explosion that he's been due for at Michigan. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think same with how I felt about Matt Campbell joining. Like, I just think that he's who I'd rather see now. But again, ask me in two years when other coaches are still doing things that they shouldn't be at schools that have no business being in playoff conversations. And I will quickly, quickly jump train. I can promise. All right. Hey, uh, we're recording this on August 4th. That means we have 31 days until Michigan kicks off the 2021 season against Western Michigan. So a month to the day, September 4th, a noon game, a long way. Western Michigan and Ann Arbor. Um, so that means we'll probably come back to you. Hopefully what? Four more times. Oh yeah. If that's locked four in. weeks locked in, ready to go. Uh, that's us, the football team. I don't know. We'll see, but Take care out there, everybody. Uh, do your part to stay safe so we can enjoy this college football season and not have to endure another thing like 2020. And we'll see you next time. Go Blue. Go Blue.